You're listening to a Big Finish production. And whether you missed it or not, it's time to catch up with International Women's Day. Doctor Who style. Good evening. May I take your name, please? Only if you promise to give it back when you're finished. I'm sorry? Oh, that's a terrible name. No wonder you want to take mine. And what is it, your name? Romana Dvorat Rilunda. I'm the Gallifreyan delegate. Sorry, did you say Gallifreyan? You're a Time Lord. Lord, lady, I'm not one to split genders. At least not before cocktails. This is the Big Finish podcast launched on March the 10th, 2019. How welcome are you? Very. Oh, well. This is your actually audible window on Big Finish's world of audio drama and audio books. And it's all sounding pretty amazing, isn't it? Even if I do <laughs> yes. say so myself. Well, yes, well, I'm Benji Clifford and he is Nick Briggs. It's all beyond con- con- contradiction. <laughs> That's my theme tune. Uh, It's beyond contradiction, that's what I meant to say. And welcome to any new listeners on Spotify. What a a fantastic beginning, me just messing something up. Hello! You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Acast, Breaker, Castbox, Listen Notes, Overcast. Yes, it is a bit overcast today. Um, uh, Player FM, Player FM, Pocket Casts, Podchaser. I'm trying to catch it up. Podbean, Mm, on toast. Android and and robot. I made the last one up, and probably loads more. Don't forget uh, to rate and review us with your podcast provider. Obviously, five stars would be great. Just saying. Now, as you may know, <laughs> there've been some changes to the podcast of late. We've asked for your feedback. There's been controversy, tears, gnashing of teeth, and public flagellation. At least two of those things aren't true. But we've listened and made some adjustments. I'm just adjusting. too far damn it Uh, uh, more on that in our listeners email section which is coming up right after this frankly longer than necessary introduction get on with it (laughs) so yes after the emails we're going behind the scenes Mm. with our special 8th of March International Women's Day release funnily enough entitled the 8th of March just, I'm trying to put down this bell without it making a noise. <laughs> just there we go. hang a light. It was, it was on really it. stressing me out. Um, so that release stars Alex Kingston as River Song, Neve McIntosh oh, yes. as Madame Vastra, Ingrid Brilliant. Oliver as Osgood, Gemma Brilliant. Redgrave as Kate Stewart, and many, 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 many more female luminaries from the Doctor Who universe. In short, it's brilliant, and will be drama teasing you with the first 15 minutes of it at the end of this podcast with a quick blast of the randomoid selectatron along the way. And that's when you can get 25% discount on a randomly mm. selected release from the Big Finish archive. Yes. More on that astoundingness later on. <laughs> uh, Benji, how, how's your Big Finish life at the moment? It's pretty rocking, you know. I've just uh, I've just finished a nice uh, Doctor Who box set, which is, I think, Jamie's doing the music on that today. Jamie um, Robertson. Jamie yeah. Robertson, yeah, music, music, music maestro. Um, prior to music. recording this <laughs> podcast, I'm currently working on Survivors, and so have been uh, doing the old uh, horsey sound effects. <laughs> I don't do those myself. 
But yeah, busy as ever, but as has always, it, loving has it. Has it been quite harrowing that, you know, working on the post-apocalyptic survivors, post-pandemic survivors? I always find when I do the music for it, I get a bit teary. Oh, well, the thing about survivors, I hold the, the you know, I've been on it for so long now, as have you. Um, I, I feel yeah. I feel very protective over it. I love the series and... Uh, Whenever I work on it, it, it find, manages to find ways to affect me in, in a completely different way than I've ever felt before. This uh, latest box set, which is, I think, the final box set, um, yeah. is absolutely no different. It's just superb, and um, I'm, I'm so lucky to be working on it, and so uh, it's just so fantastic to, to not only... Uh, you know, hear the f- incredible performances from so many people, but also um, the the writers as well are just superb. It's absolutely yeah, fantastic. Really, I love it. I love it to bits. Well, yeah, and we've taken you know what was uh, well the team who who write it have taken what was you know nineteen seventy five six I can never remember a series on the BBC, and you know we've really sort of taken it to to new levels and i think they've just done such a fantastic job i mean obviously i would say that because this is the big finish podcast but you know if we didn't like it we just wouldn't bring it up it's very um, true how's how's your big finish life by the way before well we i've been uh, preparing these uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcast scripts i know it's hard to believe that there is a script involved with all the rambling on that that happens but it's true you we ain't do need structure, me, structure, right? structure. I've got structure. You ain't seen me. I've got podcasts here, fancy <laughs> ones. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's, I'm determined to get the the Spiv uh, podcast character into everything. Yeah, so I'll be doing all this for for a while. I've got loads of scripts to do. I've got the uh, top secret casting of a, a new series we're doing to sort out. Oh, for two, actually. I'm just sounding mm. like a sort of massively bumptious smug person who's just not going to give away any secrets. But I, there's rules about these things. Rules. Yeah. Yeah. Rules. Rules in it. In it. Yeah. In it. In it. In it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, surely the podcast can't continue without mm. mentioning the Audi Award for the oh. Martian Invasion of Earth, which you won. Absolute yeah. congratulations from uh, myself, oh, your podcaster. You. Uh, co co uh, worker. Um, hi. Um, have you got any words to say for the people sitting at home regarding your Audi Award? Well, it's not my award. It's it's for the production. You know, it's for everything. So it's for it's for Richard Armitage. It's for Lucy Briggs Owen. It's for the whole of the rest of the cast. You know, Howell Morgan, who's brilliant in it, and and Helen Goldwyn, and everyone else who's fantastic in it. It's for Ian Meadows, who did the fantastic sound design. Even though I did the heat ray, uh, I can't resist <laughs> mentioning that. Can I? <laughs> um, I did. It, that wasn't it. That was that just was it. me. Yeah, that was, that was the bit. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that win an award? It's just a bloke making a funny noise with his mouth. Uh, and Jamie Robertson for his amazing score. It's just it it hits yeah. you like a wardrobe falling on you, and then teases out. It's just it's just amazing. Amazing last minute goal, wasn't it? You know, in the ninetieth minute, he scored one, <laughs> didn't he? It was absolutely spectacular, really. Are you talking about? Sport? Oh, sorry, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Robertson. Sorry, I thought you yeah. meant that uh, that footballer. What was his name? Uh, J- Jamie Robbins. No, no, <laughs> Harold Robbins. Harold, Harold Robbins. Uh, 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 no. Um, 
So it's everyone and David Richardson producing and uh, Matt Fitton. I'd also like to thank my wife, but not in a comedy way, because she did in fact read it and give me some advice on it. It was, as I think I said to you the other day, over a curry, a curry soup. Curry soup, yes, yum yum. (laughs) That's uh, quite a tale. That's for another time. If you ever tune into the Benji and Nick show podcast, you might hear something of the curry soup at some point in the future. Um, uh, It was the most difficult uh, writing assignment I've ever had because the Martian invasion of Earth was, in fact, an adaptation of War of the Worlds. We didn't call it War of the Worlds because otherwise Jeff Wayne would sue us. Um, (laughs) Don't do the tune. No, it's a different one. I made it up. And yes, I had three goes at it actually. Yeah, I wrote two slightly different, I began two slightly different versions. Uh, no, one radically different. I just thought, well, this is all very interesting, but it's not really War of the Worlds, is it? Um, I was so convinced it was to start with, but uh, yeah. So it was, you know. Have I spoke for too long? Spoke or was spoke no, for too long? Um, I uh, I read the book when I was very young, and I've reread it several times. Uh, an interesting thing I discovered, just one last in inverted commas interesting fact about this, is that when I was doing the adaptation, I bought an audio book of it from Audible, an excellent audio book. I thoroughly recommend it. I can't remember who the reader was now. He's absolutely brilliant, and. There were whole sections of the book, I swear, that I'd, it felt like I'd never read them, even though I'd read the book several times. And somehow hearing something rather than just reading it, it provokes, it stimulates different parts of your brain. And it made me focus on all sorts of interesting aspects of it. Uh, so that was a real inspiration for me and such an honour to win the award. I mean, I don't know how many people were sitting around a table deciding. It always seems a bit weird to me, awards, you know, if yeah. there's like a panel of three people. You think, hmm... Well, I feel like I've achieved something, but it was just the opinion of three people. I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit ambivalent about awards. However, it's like my brother um, Facebook messaged me. He said, oh, I don't know about awards. Oh, an award. Oh, thank you very much. I'll have that. And that's exactly <laughs> my, my completely hypocritical view on awards. I'm a bit sort of blah about them until someone gives me an award and I go, oh, oh thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> I feel so special now, which, of course, I do in a good way. Um, well, anyway, now well let's deserved. just flip, flip them well. <laughs> Do the blooming emails, eh? That's right, you heard it here. Emails in the podcast. A few people have missed them. I'd certainly mm. have. I love an email. And if you love an email, you? or you want to... Is I this do a turn love, up for the box? I, I certainly I love that. an email. <laughs> and the best thing is, if you love an email, you could even be one by um, e- emailing in, sending your notes and letters and words to podcast at bigfinish.com. That's okay. Peter D-O-D-D, cast at bigfinish.com. And first up, this one here from Tony Wilson. Not oh. to be confused with uh, Manchester music guru Tony Wilson of Factory Records uh, and also the Hacienda. Um, well, I hope Tony not because Wilson he's from, dead. Yeah, well, that's it. That would be worrying, <laughs> wouldn't it? But this uh, is from a different from the Tony grave. Wilson. Hi, Nick and Benji. I first... So it goes. That's what he did, wasn't it? I first so came across goes. Big Finish via Audible when I purchased Holmes and the Ripper Tangled, mm. Tangled Skein, isn't it? Yeah. Just wanted to make sure in case it was tangled skin. <laughs> I first came across Big Finish via Audible when I purchased Home. 
you poach <laughs> <laughs> this is all staying in it's too good oh dear <laughs> I first came across Big Finish via Audible when I purchased yes, Holmes yes. and The Ripper Tangled Skein and The Speckled Band I now have the all the Sherlock bomb. Holmes The Speckled Bomb um, I now have all the Sherlock Holmes that you have produced Phew. I also have Cicero Add a Girl and Lady Christina get away please can you tell me when you expect to produce more Sherlock Holmes as your versions and new stories are by far the best and I'm missing my fix wow all the best keep up the fantastic work Tony Wilson thanks Tony over to you I Nick. particularly like the way that the bit you put uh, titles of things in in capital letters which is you know lovely um, but you also put please can you tell me when you expect to produce more Sherlock Holmes in capitals as well it feels like a real buck up get on with it um, uh, we are getting on with it we're recording two more box sets this year yes there, there you we go, go. no just imagine for me we're actually doing it they'll be released next year but two two box sets this year so I'm really really looking forward to uh, to doing them i've read the storylines very exciting um oh right now into the podcast controversy uh, we delve with julian botting hi my lovelies he says uh, just thought i'd say i prefer the longer podcasts i don't know why he's speaking like leslie phillips from the carry-on <laughs> hello oh, casanova here I look forward to listening every week, so if it counts, I thought I'd give you my opinion. Oh. Hilariously laughing emoji. Ja. So signs his name. Anyway, so he he prefers the longer podcasts. Maybe okay. if we, we if we talk sort of twice as slow, mm. then perhaps the content <laughs> will be the same. But the, it's yes. longer. Yeah, I suppose I could just do that in post-production. So I mean, the wonderful thing that's coming through it, with this controversy, or indeed controversy, depending which side of the fence you sit on that, is that people are generally, what they're complaining about is the lack of, the less of us talking rubbish. Which is nice. So, so I mean, nice. I suppose, nice. you know, that's... That's not too time-consuming. We could talk rubbish for long. That's what we do in our spare time. We talk plenty of rubbish, don't we? The rubbish. I talk rubbish for England, me. Oh, well, I've been with you for about three days, haven't I, uh, the last couple of days, and there's been a lot That's of rubbish true. talk then. Rubbish. Uh, long into the night. Rubbish. Rubbish. If we just look through bins and talk about things, oh, that's nice look banana skin. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, look at this. So what? It's a jar of pickles. I've left two. I'll have one of those. Um, this next one here from Sarah Carruthers. Hi, Nick and Benji. Hello. In your recent podcast, which is Feb the 24th, you read out an email from a listener who missed the old, longer yes. format of the show. Oh, blimey, this, oh, is, yeah. this is controversy. Um, yeah. I agree with them completely. Oh, it was well. nice to have the two of you keeping me company for an hour plus when I got in to work every Monday, Hello. as I typically listen to the podcast whilst I work. Uh, and I do miss hearing the news and listeners' emails every week. However, oh, Nick's yes. explanation of the reasoning uh, makes total sense and truthfully Phew. makes me feel a little selfish for saying that I miss <laughs> the longer episodes. No, don't, be, don't feel like that. Kudos to the both of you for consistently putting out such an enjoyable quality podcast. Oh. I've only been listening since about October, but I have become very much a fan. Oh, brilliant. Incidentally, Nick... I'm the person who came up to you at Galley on Saturday evening to ask about horror Blakey. Oh, <laughs> you, you butler. 
Um, <laughs> as promised, I'm writing in this time. I can't see what the smiley face... I assume it's a smiley face there. It's a smiley can, face, yes. I've only got a, a little square face. here. Um, thanks, <laughs> but it's a, uh, I've got the smiley face. Uh, is it weird to not have a scent from my line? However, your listeners always seem to have one. Oh, sent, from, sent from my... <laughs> sent from my boiler. Um, <laughs> sent from Old the cupboard boiler. under me stairs... Um, oh, it's a lovely well, email. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's really lovely to uh, to get your feedback there. And uh, G- Galley is Gallifrey One, which is a Doctor Who convention, affectionately known as Galley, isn't it? By the the people that frequent. And the I don't event. know whether I mean I don't know whether your name is Sarah or Sarah. So apologies no, for that yes, as well because it's spelt without an H, and sometimes without an H means Sarah, as in Sarah Kingdom. Eh? Yeah, very true. Who. But I know a lot of Sarahs who are Sarah without an H. So sorry about that, Sarah Sarah. And it was lovely to meet you as well. Yeah, and I did. You were, you were, because you asked me about Horror Blakey. For anyone listening who doesn't know what Horror Blakey is, Blakey was a character in a 1970s British sitcom called On the Buses, which is now unwatchable because it's so sexist and possibly even racist. 50th and anniversary, the, I believe, of wow. On the Buses coming up. Yeah. But he, he and he was the bus inspector who went around with the clipboard going, oh, your bus is late, you should be out on the road. Oh, I hate you, Butler. Butler was the main character played by Reg Varney. Enough information? I hope so. I had to explain <laughs> that. I don't know how I explained it to her at the convention, but uh, I did somehow. Here's one from Debbie Markey concerning a number of topics. You have to guess what number it is. Dear Nick and Benji, I hope that you are both well and have been having fun in life in general. Benji? Yeah, I think I have, yeah. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently listened to Torchwood God Among Us Part 2. What can I say but brilliant? Samuel Barnett was a brilliant addition as Norton Folgate and really worked in the stories being told. I felt that both Hostile Environment by Ash Darby and Another Man's Shoes by Tim Foley were outstanding. Yeah, I, I think Tim Foley's shoes are excellent. I would praise both more, but that would risk there being spoilers. Okay, fair enough. The only flaw was the cliffhanger ending. That is to say, the cliffhanger was exciting, tense and dramatic, but it was a cliffhanger, which means I have to annoyingly wait months to find out what happens next. That's the thing about a cliffhanger. It's the nature of a cliffhanger, isn't it? Debbie. As your tortured range has uh, form in writing end of box set cliffhangers, I do not consider this a spoiler, but a heads up for listeners like me who hate the wait. Fair point. Fair point, Debbie. The other thing I wanted to say was about the email in the last email podcast, 24th of February, about the new format of the podcast. Here we go. At first, I missed the extra long format, but as so far you have given us listeners' emails every other podcast, I do not mind so much. I agree with you that the news can all be done in one go, though having an occasional podcast exclusive probably would not extend the running time too much. I was also becoming a little disappointed that some of the -the behind-the-scenes sections used on the podcast ended up being behind-the-scenes of some of the releases without much additional content for either. I do miss the interviews, but I can understand if they are only used in future to showcase a particular upcoming release. I am glad that you still do the Randomoid Selectatron and the drama teases, even if I do not actually listen to the latter. I think I've already mentioned hating to wait to find out what happens <laughs> next. Fair point, Debbie. 
<laughs> we don't want to tease you. Overall, I'm going to tease you. We tease you now with ones that you can get hold of, so you don't have to wait. You can just press a button and buy them. Overall, I'm happy to accept the change to the podcast format. Okay. Especially as it will give you more time for other things. You're nice. Thank you. Uh, there is one last thing that has popped into my head that I feel I ought to share. In one of the podcasts some time ago, one of your listeners was wondering about the future of your classics range and you asked for suggestions. A little while later, I remember that Jules Verne was writing around the same time as H.G. Wells. I've not read any of his stories myself, though of course I've seen the films based on his works, and I was wondering if they might be something you would consider adapting. That's all I can think of. Have fun, Debbie. Well, lovely um, message. Yeah. I mean, we, the, the Jules Verne stuff has been mentioned to us, but I don't think any of us have got any great passion to do it, if that's not too of a terrible, too much of a terrible thing to say. What do you think? I think it's all down to that. It's down to passion, isn't it? It's down to, I would say I'd never rule anything out with Big Finish because you never quite know what, what is next up in the, in the ideas chain. But yeah, I think if, if we do anything mm. at Big Finish, I think we do it because there's a huge drive to do it, isn't there? And... Yeah. Um, and I think yeah so I, I agree with you on that one really interesting though and, and it's certainly something a lot of people have mentioned so yes yes interesting mm, yes, interesting, yes, interesting yes, yes, yes. Uh, well thank you for that one Debbie and um, finally one from our old friend Jessica Shalosky um, who I believe is in London at the moment which is pretty cool yeah. all the way she normally she's from across the pond uh, in the United States so uh, yeah it says here dear Nick and Benji I never feel very relevant emailing you since I tend to exclusively listen to audio dramas that are at least a year old instead of any of the exciting new releases you advertise on the podcast. <laughs> but I think older releases are just as deserving of praise as the new ones. So I'm emailing anyway. Well, you, well, you mm. say that. Um, I know somebody who messaged me a few days ago to say that um, he's just bought like the first 50 releases of Big Finish. So old releases are still pretty relevant, I think. Yeah. Uh, just recently, I finished King Lear, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I've often heard it said that in Elizabethan times, and especially regarding Shakespeare, you wouldn't go to see a play, uh, you would go to hear a play. Uh-huh. I think this is the first time I've ever truly appreciated that sentiment. King Lear is my favourite Shakespeare play. I've read and seen it on stage many times, but listening to the audio drama, I picked up on nuances in the language I'd never heard before. Uh-huh. All the performances were downright brilliant, especially David Warner as Lear. Yeah, yeah. I almost wish I had brought the discs with me to London. I noticed Mr. Warner is going to be a guest at London Film and Comic Con uh, spring this weekend, which I've got a ticket to, uh, and I would have been extremely tempted to have him sign it. Truly a talented actor with an incredible career. Because that's just gone, hasn't it, actually, um, by the time this is recorded. Needless to say, Hamlet is next on my list. That's a good one, that one. Um, I've also just gotten through series one of Survivors, which I absolutely loved. I had no familiarity with the original TV series and basically went into it blind. It was absolutely horrific, and I mean that in the best way possible. With the ninth series coming out, it will definitely take me a while to catch up, but I think it's certainly better late than never. Yeah. I don't have any questions. I just wanted to say lovely work to everyone involved. All the best to you both, Jessica. Oh, thank you very much for that. That's a lovely message. And um, one thing about Survivors I, I can say 
is uh, when I first got involved at Series 3, um, I remember saying back in an email, I said, oh, yes, I said, really, really looking forward to, uh, to working on this one and, mm. and that. And uh, no, it was after I'd finished the first episode, I said, yeah, I really enjoyed working on that. I think David Richardson replied and he said, well, I don't think enjoy is the right word. You, you don't <laughs> enjoy Survivors, you merely experience it. And that's, <laughs> that, that stuck with me. I thought that's very true. It's an experience, uh, yeah. if, if ever there was one. It's interesting what Jessica says about hearing King Lear gave, you know, brought out all sorts of different nuances. Because I just said that thing earlier about hearing War of the Worlds brought that out is, nuances yeah, that's that strange, I hadn't isn't got it? Yeah. before from from reading it. So the, the magic it? of the spoken word, isn't it? Really. Yeah. And in our little adjustment, just making an adjustment. <laughs> I could listen to that all day, that noise. It's quite a fun little noise, isn't it? I don't, I don't know whether the listeners will agree with me, but I could listen to that. Um, we'll be giving you at least one listener email every podcast. Ooh. Right? So so we are listening. Also, the behind-the-scenes features have returned for almost every podcast as well. But, uh, you know, it's a movable feast. Um, and that you know, and those behind the scenes features do largely come from the the releases themselves, but they're they're spoiler free. They're just sort of intriguing things. Anyway, there you go. A nice little middle ground we've got there, I think. Hopefully. And and that is it. That is it from um I just bit my tongue then. That's it for Ow. listeners' emails. Bon voyage. Look at it go into the horizon there. Listeners toenails. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not don't, 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 don't want to think about that. Right then, time now to delve behind the scenes with the 8th of March, our special International Women's Day release, which, funnily enough, was released on the 8th of March. <laughs> Featuring River Song, Kate Stewart. Uh, I've put Kate Stewart here, but I meant <laughs> Kate Stewart. Uh, Osgood, Madame Vastra, Leela Ace, loads of the many, many great female characters who have made Doctor Who great and continue to make it greater. This is a spoiler-free report, so don't worry if you haven't heard this release. And if you still need some convincing after this, we're going to drama-tease it for you uh, with the first 15 minutes of the 8th of March, of course, at the end of this podcast. I'm Matt Fitton, and I script-edited the uh, 8th of March set we've got a, a wide selection of women of who to choose from and so we uh, picked the characters for this this set based across classic who and new who i think given the theme that were the first one that i thought of was was river meeting leela it's kind of one of those iconic uh, meeting of icons that you'd really want to hear on audio so that was probably the first one that we that, that, that i came up with Beyond the one that David had in mind initially, which was our first foray into the Paternoster gang proper, so Madame Vastra and Jenny and Strax, because we've got our strong ongoing series of uh, unit adventures, it made sense to include Kate and Osgood, and again in another first we're venturing into the the Twelfth Doctor era of unit with uh, the two Osgoods for the first time. And for the other story, we did back into a, a sidestep of, of classic Who and the new adventures period, Ace and Benny. And, of course, the TARDIS, who is a strong female character in Who. I'm Emma Haig, and I am producing this series with David Richardson. 
this box set we've put together for International Women's Day, the idea was we brought together lots of different female characters and companions from across the the universe and the years and this is a real classic example of, of that we've brought together river song who's obviously from the sort of early 2000s and 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 leela for who comes from a little little further back than that let's have a read over to you these girls are not of royal blood they were stolen from their family are your gods so foolish that they cannot tell a real princess from a fake one do you insult the gods no you do and you insult your people. Either your great creator does not know that you sacrifice another mother's child, or the great creator does not care. Which is it? Are your gods cruel, or are they stupid? How dare you? How dare you, your majesty? My name's Helen Goldwyn, and I am the director of this episode, Emancipation. This episode brings together Leela and River Song. And this is the first time that they've been in an episode together. And uh, so, of course, needless to say, it was very exciting and a great energy and dynamic between Louise and Alex. And the characters gel so well. They really complement each other. So, uh, yes, that's been very exciting to be a part of that first pairing of those characters. It was then a question of just assigning writers to those characters and letting them play with the ideas that they wanted to, and then trying to find some variety across the set. So we asked for pitches from our four writers. I mean, we know that the Paternoster gang, with that comes 1890s London anyway, so you've got one setting there. But beyond that, it was wide open for everybody else. Uh, And we think we found a nice mix of um, earth and space and past and future for everybody to play in we cast our net out and found people from theatre and from within Big Finish and some new voices, some people who have written something or people who have just started out for Big Finish. So we've got Lizzie Hopley who has written for Torchwood range before and is familiar and is, is an actor and writer with Big Finish already. Lisa McMullen who is a fairly new find whose first scripts are on Survivors and Gallifrey so she has the river story and then two completely new voices to Big Finish in uh, Gemma Langford and uh, Sarah Grockler who are theatre writers of, of some repute and who know their Doctor Who so they were kind of the ideal people to uh, bring in on this project as well. My name's Lisa McMullen and I am a writer on various Big Finish projects and I've written this particular episode which is part of the March the 8th series and this one's called Emancipation. I really wanted to write for these two characters because they're such powerful, strong women which sounds a bit of a cliche but they're they're women that have been subject to, to a little bit of pain and a little bit of torment in their lives but they're they're just so funny as well and I thought they bounce off each other beautifully because they, they both want to be leaders I think. The idea that very suspicious of each other initially to start with and because River knows who Leela is but Leela has no idea who River is and there's had a lot of fun playing around with that because obviously the people who are listening know exactly who both of them are and what their relationship has been to the Doctor which is the, the character that they're having in common to be able to write for them and put words in their mouths just absolutely joyous Hello I'm Alex Kingston and I play Professor River Song 
Time ticks for us, Leela. But the company we keep makes us wish we could stop the clocks. What do you know of the Time Lords? As much as you. Everything and nothing, probably. I will be complimented by mothers of daughters on occasion where they say, oh, thank you so much, you know, she River's such a great role model for my for my daughter. And there is a part of me that sort of thinks, well, I'm, is she a really good role model? Because she's kind of morally quite dubious, actually. But uh, I, think it's, uh, I think it's that actually deep down despite um, her being morally dubious, she does have a good heart and she's positive, she's strong, doesn't take prisoners, she won't be cowed by anybody who's bullying, male or female, independent. So I think all of those are the, the sort of the qualities that I think are really very positive ones to promote. And there you have it, a really cracking release celebrating International Women's Day last week. Fantastic people, so many wonderful people, aren't there? Um, yeah. yeah, Nick. Well, it's that time, isn't it? What? What for the um, the randomoid selectatron? You mean? No, no, no. It's listeners cooking. Um, <laughs> where we? No, it's, it is the randomoid selectatron. I made some more cookies. Oh, they, those cookies were they they were incredible. Actually, they were very very mm. rich and chocolatey. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Five hundred G's worth of sugar. <laughs> Like 250 grams of, of brown sugar, a Cadbury's chocolate bar, a Cadbury's chocolate bar with... Three Cadbury's with, chocolate um, bars. Well, it's a Cadbury's chocolate bar, a Cadbury's chocolate bar with Oreos, and a Cadbury <laughs> chocolate bar with dime as well. It dime was bar. Dime bar. It was an absolute uh, chocolate bath, as it were. Um, chocolate cataclysm. Yeah. Fortunately... And, so, and I said to my wife, I, I said, Steph, I've, I've made some more. She went, oh. There goes the waistline. (laughs) No, she doesn't like chocolate much, except when she does like it. Anyway, right, the Brandomoid Selectatron, let's let's see what Ran comes up with as a random release for us to give you 25% off. Well, Ran doesn't eat, uh, so Ran's not interested in biscuits or cookies or cakes or brownies, but what Ran does like is the Silurian Candidate. That is number 229. It's a Sylvester McCoy release uh, with Sophie Aldred uh, and Bonnie Langford as well. Yeah, it got great reviews. A tense political thriller sums this story up, but does no justice to the layers of storytelling, the character development, the scope and the scale of its ambition. It has the best name for a Doctor Who story ever and is on course to end up in the top pile for this year's uh, main range release. It's a classic that needs to be heard. That's from Planet Mondas. 10 out of 10, they gave it. Yeah. Futuristic blend of Doctor Who meets political invasion and nuclear weapons. Uh, Matthew J. Elliott's uh, <laughs> explodes. Uh, strongest script to date. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It gets loads of great reviews. I was in it playing some... Um, one other, a, a Silurian called Chordok. Ooh, good name. Good, yeah. good strong yeah. name. Good strong name. And Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred and Bonnie Langford. You can't go wrong. Let's just whack in the trailer right there. Doctor Who, the Silurian Candidate. Doctor, where are we going? Somewhere else. That's where you usually go when you change course. You won't get an answer. That's not who the Doctor is now. He's a lot more secretive. Matua, China. There's just something I have to take care of. Please do not struggle. (laughs) 
you're a robot. The correct term is security android. Looks like a load of ruins. Archaeologists have speculated that it was once a temple built before recorded time. Who are you working for? I'm sort of between employers. Quite a long way between, really. Welcome to the world beneath the world, Ace. Pretty tall, were they, these Silurians? What makes you think that, Ace? Why else would they have made the ceiling so high? That would have been to accommodate their pets. <laughs> Still, the Doctor persists in hampering our plans. We must delay him. We must destroy him. You're not him, are you? Bad Falco in the flesh, love. He's there to hold talks with Director Shen of the Eastern Bloc. You know, Professor, after all this time, I just still don't trust you. Ace! Someone's launched a missile at us! That's a Silurian weapon! Brace for impact! All of those who harm our people must die! Big finish. We love stories. There you are. So we're giving you um, 25% off that, which 25%. I think is extraordinarily yeah. nice of us. Um, and all you have to do um, to get that... Um, well, would you like to explain, Benji? Uh, certainly, yeah. All you have to do uh, for that one, if you want to get that one, is... That one, one there. That one there, yes, yes, yes. Is go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for Varden uh, forward slash randomoid. And mm. um, Nick's got a quizzical face there. <laughs> Sorry, it's the only one I've got. It's only yeah, it's only got the one face. <laughs> I was thinking about Vardens. Yeah. Well, we, we all do. Adventure all that do. I'm doing the music for at the moment. Anyway, yes. Yeah, oh, little spoiler there, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, but you go to that link there. I'll say it again, just for you, in case you didn't hear it. Bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash v forward slash randomoid, and all you have to do is enter in the code buck up. That's buck up, all one word, all capital letters, uh, no space between the up and the up. Uh, no special sauces, no condiments, no bananas, no vember, uh, no, 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 Nanette. Um, yeah, it's a song. Yeah. Oh, is it? Well, I, I've, I've not, not, not heard it. Um, there we go. Oh, I should have said, I don't, I, never I, don't, knew I, don't, that. I don't, I don't, no, no, know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all laugh, we all laugh. <laughs> you take tasteless fool, Clifford. Another way of getting the uh, going to the randomoid Selectron offer is if uh, you listen to the Big Finish podcast by streaming it uh, from our site on the front page. You can do that. You just press listen and it starts streaming on an independent little window. Or you can download it from the podcast range and that means you can get it on the Big Finish listening app. Do it that way. And in the text introducing it it says the randomoid selectrotron here and the word here is underlined and you press Ooh. that and you go straight to the randomoid selectrotron offer so that is another way of doing it which i've i've not been telling you about these last few months bit of a cheat and i thought it, it was about time i did well i i spend all my time putting the link in there not all my time some of my time a minuscule amount of my time shut up and so we move gracefully to our <laughs> drama cheese our drama cheese uh it's camembert <laughs> Or if it's a, a drama cheese, it'd be more like it's camembert. You know, like a real. It would have to be something stronger, wouldn't it? Have to be Stilton. That's it's Wensleydale, you fool. <laughs> Bit mild. Uh, the first fifteen minutes of the eighth of March, our International Women's Day release. Here it is. Edam. Edam. <laughs>
This time we are commemorating lost cultures and finding new ways to save old societies. As is tradition, in recognition of the first civilization we were proud to preserve, you may like to reset your time dials in line with old Earth clocks. This evening, the date has been calculated as the 8th of March, 2019. Good evening. May I take your name, please? Only if you promise to give it back when you're finished. I'm sorry? Oh, that's a terrible name. No wonder you want to take mine. And what is it, your name? Romana Dvorat Rilunda. I'm the Gallifreyan delegate. Sorry, did you say Gallifreyan? You're a Time Lord. Lord, lady, I'm not one to split genders. At least not before cocktails. Gallifrey have never sent a delegate before. Not once in 32 conventions. Believe me, I'm worth the wait. Do you have any identification? Absolutely. Pucker up. with the 16 eyes and the unfortunate toupee. That's the Archminster of Zanistuf. Look out. I think he's giving you the glad eye. <gasps> oh, good catch! What is this? His glad eye means he likes you. Zanistufians have an eye for each of their 16 emotions. Uh, what am I supposed to do with it? Keep hold of it, if you fancy him. Uh, and if I don't? Chuck it back. You've upset him. Look out. Now he's giving you the evil eye. Oh, for goodness. Avoid eye contact. Duck. Ah. Oh. Well, that's Zanastoof off my travel wish list. Uh, oh, now, who is that? That uh, sickly-looking girl with the excessive entourage. Oh, you must know who that is. That's Princess Marala, first daughter of the Royal Magnificat. I see. And the Royal Magnificat would be the scary-looking woman beside her? Aye, that's the Queen. Face that could putrefy cabbage at 20 paces. Bingo. Hello, girls! Nice guns. How dare you approach the Princess? The blessing is imminent. Blessings indeed. Forgive me, I merely wish to pay my respect. Then might I suggest you keep a respectful distance. Well, your Majesty... Romana, how are you? I like what you've done with your face. 
Lower your weapons. This is a fundraiser, not a siege. Did you recognize that woman, Marala? Your Majesty? I did not like her boldness. Keep an eye on her. And if she steps this way again, have her dealt with. Yes, Your Majesty. I will not have the princess unsettled. Not so close to her ultimate blessing. Who are you? And why are you pretending to be a Time Lord? Who wants to know? The real Romana. <laughs> You're no more the real Romana than I am. I have been sent by Romana to find out why Galactic Heritage has thanked Gallifrey for sending a delegate. Common courtesy, I imagine. I do hope you came in a TARDIS. Leela. Drink. How do you know my name? We have a mutual friend. Now, look over there. That creature in the dark robes, that's a member of the Hanavari. I know them. A renegade group of assassins. Intergalactic guns for hire. I have it on good authority that she is about 13 minutes away from kidnapping Princess Marala. The girl with all the guards? I doubt that. You shouldn't. I've heard great things about you, Leela, and I would appreciate a little less hostility and a little more saving the day. Professor Riversong. You've never heard of me, but I've heard of you. Leela of the Severteam. Warrior, heretic, ally, I hope. You do not know me. You face the Sontarans on Gallifrey. You live there, but you are not of there. Mortality whispers in your ear as it whispers in mine. Softly, but loud enough. Time ticks for us, Leela. But the company we keep makes us wish we could stop the clocks. What do you know of the Time Lords? As much as you. Everything and nothing, probably. Why do you pretend to be one? <laughs> that was not a joke. So, the Hanavari. You say she plans to kidnap the Princess Mirala? Why? Why does anybody do anything? For the reward. Then we should stop her, if you are telling the truth. It's a thought scanner. I adapted it from Morok technology. It allows you to hear what a person is thinking. A mind reader? Useful. Somewhat. But I can't get it to work on the same person twice. Use it on the Hanavari. Let me see inside her mind. Perhaps then I will believe you. For your enjoyment this evening, we have musical entertainment from some of our most treasured rescued planets. From the shadow moon of Kalpoon, please put your hands, fronds, tentacles, or otherwise, together for the jagged ice! Is this music from a lost civilization? <sighs> Pity they found it again. Now, the thought scanner works by remote control. Watch. It's like a tiny insect. I'll land it just at the base of the Hanavari's neck. There. Now, listen. I must distract the guards. The, the music will cover the microblast. That should give me six minutes in which to remove the princess. That does not tell me very much. Use your thought scanner to read my mind, Professor. Fine, but it will only work once. Thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm.
I think perhaps you tell the truth now, but not always. I think you live in lies, Professor Song. Who are you? Well, that could have been a lot worse. And what about you? Show me your thoughts. Oh, I wouldn't want to make you blush. Besides, I told you, it doesn't work on the same person twice, and I've already tested it on myself. Now, we have ten minutes before the Hanavari launches a microblast capsule into the centre of the princess's entourage and teleports her away. I intend to stop that happening, with or without your help. With would be easier and a lot more fun. is distracted by another. We will not anticipate my approach. Prepare to receive the princess and make ready our demands. No, the entertainment is not pleasant. Your shoes are not sensible. Oh, I do hope not. You cannot run in such shoes. My dear, I have raced through the screaming sands of Selendor in these shoes. I didn't even get a blister. So, plan. Kidnap the Hanavari, extract a confession, then hand her over to the Royal Magnificat in return for a suitably generous reward. How? What is that? Soporifica candula. You are going to drug the Hanavari? I'm going to put the nap into canapes. Distract the kitchen staff, Leela. It shouldn't be hard. You're very distracting. I can see why he liked you. Tell me who is in charge here. That'd be me. What do you want? I've got 300 delegates with 17 different food allergies waiting on nibbles. The Royal Magnificat requests a word. With me? What about? The food, I expect. Oh, dear. Has she eaten any of it? Yes. Oh, dear. Come with me. You do not want to keep Her Majesty waiting. There is no need to be nervous. She had the last chef shot and turned into a tablecloth. Oh. Then there is every need to be nervous. Right. Carry on, everyone. No food is to leave this kitchen until I get back. If I get back. I hope this doesn't take too long. That kitchen will be chaos without me. We are counting on it. Ah, you know what they say. And if you can't stand the heat, open the refrigerator. That will do nicely. I apologise for the soup. And you would be... The chef, Your Majesty. I was told you wished to speak with me. <laughs> Why on Oskazania would I wish to speak with you? I was told you didn't like the soup. Oh, my dear little man. If I hadn't liked the soup, I would not have been so rude as to tell you. I'd simply have had you quietly skinned and turned into a footstool. Oh, so you did like it? I didn't try it. Did you enjoy the soup, Mirala? Please don't ask me. Don't be silly, child. 
tell the truth now. Don't. It, it can't be that bad. Please. Which is more than you could say about the music. Oh, run along, little cooking man. Go and stuff a mushroom. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Your Majesty. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, lovely. Crybird eggs from a local farm, rolled in herbs hand-picked from our own garden and injected with just enough soporific acandula to render you unconscious in five, four, what? Two, one. <gasps> Too many Pelusian cocktails. She never learns. Come on, Leela. That's your cue. How dare you? Oh, get your tendrils off me. I have a knife. Of course she does. I do like a woman with a weapon. Now, to kidnap the kidnapper. No, 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 no. Don't you dare wake up just yet. Oh, now, let's see if this works. Oh, a click of the fingers. Oh, why would I ever doubt you? You don't know me, do you, old girl? Let's just say I'm a friend of a friend. Uh, 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 oh, and I brought a plus one. Hope that's okay. Just one more to pick up. How did you get inside the TARDIS? person asks me that. How do you know how to fly it? I do not. Romana has pre-programmed the journey and preset the return protocols. When I am ready, I am to press the return switch. It will take me back to Gallifrey. Well, in that case... Stop that! Relax. I know what I'm doing. I said stop. Take the knife from my throat, Leela. We're on the same side. I do not know whose side you are on. Trust me. Savage for now. Where am I? Tell me. We can do better than that. We can show you. We are currently in orbit around Oz Kazania. Now, I know you were having a blast down there, but Leela, point your knife in the general direction of our friend here. Gladly. The microblast you were going to use on the guards. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I won't, sir.